Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 205 of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chamberlain, and I can make the solemn promise that you will not catch any communicable diseases listening to this podcast. Not a one. <laughs> it is impossible. No, 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 no. He doesn't know what he's talking about. No. <laughs> depending depending on here. what you're doing. <laughs> Well, yeah, you, well, to the no, you can't catch it from us through the tubes of the internet. If By you go even, to like Chance's house, you might catch something. If if you, you are listening to it at the CDC, no, you're not going to catch anything. If you're listening to the podcast while, say, at a press briefing for the, press briefing for the White House, you might want to wear a mask. Alex is also here. Alex, I believe, is coronavirus-free. I, I hope so. So far. It might just be the regular flu. You can't tell. That's the you can't funny tell. thing That's about it. You can't tell. It's the same it. thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was, I, I was doing, an, <laughs> I was conducting an interview or I was like arranging job interviews for people at my office yesterday, like people who I'd never met. And I'm on this medication for, to help me quit smoking. And one of the side effects is if I've had a cigarette in the last, I don't know, hour and a half, my nose is running like a faucet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm talking to this person and, I, and you know, I'm not sick. I feel completely normal, but like, and, uh, and this and oh. the, and, uh, also this and, and uh, hang on, just, just let me blow my nose. I'm not sick, by the way. This is just a medication intercom. Oh. <laughs> just the look of terror on their face. Leaning back. Just no. That's right. I'm not, never going to shake your hand. <laughs> I think shaking hands as a greeting should just be abolished. Just in general. What's this? Fist this is bumps not or elbow bumps or. Yeah. Something. What you is that what? thing in Demolition Man where they kind of like put their hands up and yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like back they, and they, forth? They, they go to high five and they stop yeah, at the last stop. second. And then they wax on, wax off in midair. Yes, there. Absolutely. No, you know, what, you know what I prefer? Was then? Anyway. What I prefer is is just the nod. You make eye contact, close your eyes, and nod your head sup. at each other. The sup, not sup. The sup I want is also full, Engl- full military English salutes. Uh, I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't mind that. Feet at attention. Well, why don't we just bow then, as they do in the East? Shows a lot of respect. I like I like both. Yeah. All this touching needs to stop. Mm, I don't mind touching. Yeah, that's that's a touching strangers though. I don't want to touch strangers. I don't want to shake someone's hand when I don't know you. Fair enough. I don't know where you've been or who else you've shaken hands with. What's what's shitty about the physical contact is how rude it becomes when, because of someone, you definitely don't want to touch them. Yeah, <laughs> that's the issue with it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and, and, and the loss rude. of five percent of humanity. Yeah, mm. yeah. There's a lot of us. Just the old. There ones. is a lot of us. There's plenty. I think. I think might be more than enough of us. Actually, as awful as that sounds to say. Not, the thing I don't is, know yeah, if we want to have a conversation about carrying capacity and when no, or where we no. may have surpassed it. Like I was like in the seventies. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm not too worried about this coronavirus thing. And even if it does, you know, even if it has a lethality rate of two percent, I mean, the population of the Earth can withstand losing two percent. The economy can withstand losing two percent of the population. Well, you say that, uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, really, our stock market lately. Once once this begins really impacting people, you know, yeah, uh, it's, it's not going it's not going to be funny, and it's not going to be no. anything that you can be it, kind it of was never cynical funny. about. No. Well, but the thing is, it, it feels so – because the lethality rate, at least for now, that we understand, is no worse than the regular flu that Not we're on every year. Not true. The regular flu is, flu is 0.1%. This is 2, 2%. That's a difference of 2,000%. Well, but they also don't know everybody who's caught it yet. 
That's true, especially in the States, because yeah. the people who are screening people for it aren't wearing fucking protective gear. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a great way to start a and pandemic. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're doing it because Trump assured them they'd be fine. Because, I mean, obviously it's a hoax, so let's move on to video we games. I saw the Sonic movie. beautiful wall. Oh, Sonic movie, yes. Sonic yes. movie, I saw the, the Sonic, Sonic movie. movie. Okay, Sonic. When, you're, when you're okay. with the Sonic movie, you're family. <laughs> did, you, did you go to a public place to see this movie, though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you've been yeah. exposed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, saw, I saw it in a movie theater, and and, okay. and you are you are absolutely right, Alex. Those uh, product it's the placements NASCAR of movies do really stand out. They yeah. do really stand out. Um, and what? Okay, here's what impressed me about the movie. There are moments. Okay, so do you remember in the X Men movie where there's that Quicksilver dude, and he'll like freeze time and run around a room positioning guys, and it's an amazing scene. That's which the whole one is movie? that Days of Future Past. I don't remember which one, but that was cool, right? Yeah. And you, yeah. Know, you know when the Matrix, when someone like fires a bullet at Neo and he like can see it coming because that's how he perceives time and he like pushes aside or whatever. That's mm-hmm. cool too. Yes. And there are like three scenes in this movie where Sonic does that and it's fucking awesome every time. Oh, okay. So there's a point in this movie's favor. Okay. Second point in its favor, the human cast is not phoning it in. They are going for it. Jim Carrey is going for it. He is really see trying. That. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy who's Cyclops, uh, what's his name? It's like Cyclops in the X Men movies. The original. Oh, oh, God. oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. James Marsden. Uh, yeah, James Marsden. Uh, nice is, kid. is, yeah, like, nice, comes across as just a genuine, nice, all American boy. Uh, you like him. You like, you, all the actors aren't acting like this is beneath them. Like, they are really, they are really giving it their all. And finally, the guy who is John Ralphio on Parks and Rec is the voice of Sonic. Yeah, he's talented. And yeah, like, he, he goes for it. He really goes for it. Oh, yeah. And there's a fourth one as well. In this version of the movie, like, first of all, Sonic is an alien. He's not from Earth. Okay. Um, he's sent here because the wise owl who raised him gave him a bag of magical, magical rings that allow him to open portals in sure. space. Yeah. Why not? Between worlds. Yeah. It's fine. And the, she tells him, go, go to one of these planets. You'll be safe. So he picks Earth. And then he's in like just small town Wyoming or whatever, but he's keep, he's kept himself a uh, secret from the town. But he's also obsessed with the town and its population. So what's interesting about it is this Sonic has real mental and emotional problems. Nice. Like he okay. is slowly going mad with loneliness and uh, creating personalities and relationships in his head with everyone in town. Most of all, James Marsden as, uh, as I think he calls him Captain Donut or something. Donut Lord. <laughs> yeah, he calls him Donut Lord. So there are endearing aspects to it. Problem is, it's a boring movie. Really? It's a boring movie. That's the problem with it? It's boring? Yeah. That's, yeah. I would not have expected that. I would have expected, like, stupidity or... No. No, the, the, the stupidity is fun. You yeah. like the stupidity. There's a part Jim where... Jim Carrey's is... gyrating hips manages to be boring. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And there's a part early where he's, like, running along a highway and he sees a turtle. And he's so sorry for the turtle that the turtle doesn't know how to, what it feels like to go fast because going fast feels so good. Let me show you, turtle. And he picks up the turtle and he starts racing down the highway as fast as he can with the turtle. And the turtle slowly begins to smile. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, that sounds hilarious. That's right. So it, when it's, when the silliness is some of the best parts of the movie, but it, you know, it, it's got to tell a plot. And introduce the character of Robotnik. And Robotnik, Jim Carrey does an amazing job. He is a complete fucking asshole. You just want everyone he meets to punch him in the face. (laughs) But, well, so you're saying he's not acting at this point. Is Jim Carrey playing himself? I don't, I don't know. I, Jim Carrey is Canadian and he is an icon of comedy for me. I will speak no ill of him. Although I will say. Jim Carrey is also a uh, anti-vaxxer, so. No, he's not. His wife is. He got the kids. No, there we go. Yep. All right, fine. They got um, divorced. Pretty much fine, over that. Fine. So yeah, but but like 
I, I was seeing it with my brother and, uh, and his kid and we were, and like, I, if I hadn't been seeing it with them, I probably would have left halfway through. That bad. That boring. Okay. Just boring. Just boring. Just boring. And oh. then one of those scenes would occur and it was like, okay, that was oh, pretty oh. good. Um, and make it okay for me to wait until the next. And then we got out and here's, here's the important part though. The kid loved it. Kid no, loved that's it. That's four. That's, that's, that's what they say. Four. Yeah. Kid abs- yeah. The kid absolutely yeah. loved it. So it's, it's silly. They don't give a shit about the product placement. They just think, hmm, maybe it would be nice to eat at Olive Garden. I, I'm reminded <laughs> of my mother that had to, we, Somehow managed to drag both my parents to the Pokemon movie. It was one of those things where, like, me and my twin sister were actually both on board with Pokemon very much. Cool. And yeah, it is weird. She never plays video games. Anyway, um, my mom, you know, that's a short at the beginning. Like, I think it was like Pikachu's Vacation. I and don't. F- I've never seen this film. Okay, so there is an entire like thirty-minute short. No, oh it's like fifteen-minute short. That's just Pokemon gibberish. Okay. Pikachu oh. and all the Pokemon just yelling their names at each other. Uh, and my mom was not having it. She's like, Stuart, no. Stuart, I'm going to walk into something else. You deal with this shit. <laughs> and she just left for the whole movie. And like, when we, I forgot about it until we left. And so my, my first thing my mom says to my dad is like, look, was there ever a plot? And it's like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. There becomes a plot at some point. There's a mob involved in uh, an alien. And if it, it, was, it was something, there was, there was, there was a uh, dialogue. <laughs> and I'm like, did I just watch a piece of shit? Because it sounds like I just watched a total piece of shit, mm. and the, the Sonic will be people's Pokemon movie. They'll they'll like it, but they'll realize. Soon. Well, I, I, hopefully, it's opened a door for more video game adaptations. Hopefully, but, but it certainly didn't set a quality bar. No. Well, oh, maybe that. Uh, oh, what one? I forget the uh, the Sony one. Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. The Uncharted movie will finally get made. No, uh, I'm sure it'll be amazing. No, it'll be uh-huh. it'll be just like the Tomb Raider thing. Everyone already forgot about that. Also has um, a sequel. maybe maybe uh, Peter Jackson will finally get to make <coughs> Halo. I'm actually oh, yeah. talking about two separate um, Tomb Raider franchises. Which that one? Other, the the Vikander one about? got another movie too. Um, well, as Angelina Jolie and then the other one. Did yeah. the Did the Vikander sequel come out? No, it's common, I think. Oh, okay, okay. No, I thought it came out. No, I haven't seen it. the first one. The first one came out. The sequel was announced. I don't think it's come out yeah. yet. See, the problem is she looks so much like the new, the Laura from the most recent, tr- Lara from the most recent trilogy, I get them mixed up in my head. Yeah. She looks, she's like, she's like a dead ringer. No. Yes. No. Well, okay. M- maybe it's because she's think, not, I she's think, not Angelina Jolie. So I think, that. no, no, no. I think I, uh, Angelina Jolie was a fine ringer for the PS1 version or PS2 yes. version of Lara Croft. Yeah. And Vikander looks like the most, the, the current one. The no, new one. to me, Vikander is way better looking. <laughs> well, yeah. well. Vikander has like this, you know, incredibly pouty mouth and these like huge eyes because she herself is like five feet tall. Like, I, I feel like, um, I feel like this version of Lara would have gone better to someone who looked tougher. <laughs> and I'm not saying Alicia Vikander isn't tough like if you saw the workout regimen she did for those movies she went fucking Linda Hamilton on that movie Yeah, she took it very seriously I'm not knocking Alicia Vikander I'm knocking Alicia Vikander in the same way I'm knocking the lead in Knives Out um, in that she's incredibly talented but a bit miscast for this role because she was also believable as a woman who was designed by artificial intelligence to be as beautiful and sexy as possible Mm. in Blade Runner (laughs) She so. played three different characters in that. Really, three? What was the third one? Yeah. Well, the third one was like the the base AI. Oh, I didn't know that. But she was like the huge hologram at the end. I need to go watch it again. 
It's really good. Well, I'm gonna have three hours to kill. Yeah. Is that the three hours long? Really? Yeah, I got. I got a guy. I'm watching it. There's a friend at work who's uh, who's like, man, where are you at with Outsider? And he refuses to spoil anything. He's very sensitive about spoilers himself. Yeah. He wouldn't even huh? watch trailers. Um, and wow. uh, and he yeah, like I I need to get caught up on uh, on the Outsider on HBO. But for some reason, what I keep watching is Avenue Five and Harley Quinn. When I can't, How's Avenue Five doing? Say, say it again. How's Avenue Five doing? Not good. Not mm. good. Oh no! And I, I came up with the analogy, and like all of my best analogies, it is a sexual one. Well, that's fine. Okay. Okay. So let's say you're with a partner, and your partner puts their hands down between your legs and starts working on you. Oh, okay. And that's and you're like, okay, this is cool. And what Avenue Five does when it when it reaches its hand down there is it's going, all these people are gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> They're all assholes, so you're gonna enjoy it, and it's gonna be funny and hilarious. And but we're you never and, quite get there. And we're gonna and and then you're like, oh yeah, that'll be awesome. And and it starts working. You're like, do you want to see him die? And you're like. I kind of do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, let's see it. Okay. And then and then it goes, oh, well, okay, well, no, maybe the oxygen doesn't work. The, uh, they're leaking oxygen. Oh, yeah, they're leaking so much oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> are, are they all going to die? And at the end of the episode, it's like, oh, no, the that alarm meant something else. They're not going to die. And what? No, they're not going to die. And here's the thing. That process, that experience is wonderful if when the show or your partner reaches their hand down there, you enjoy what they're doing. Uh, and that's the problem is the half hour of watching that show while they're like they're all gonna die it's not actually you, that much fun would you say it chafes it chafes, chafes. It chafes. yeah like it there's chafes there's there's bit. really no it feels like there is no in the same way with a partner the experience you want is communicative yeah there is no communication here it's just them kind of bonk bonk so, bonk and it's so like that's not are you saying that the very presence of Hugh Laurie is not enough lube to to that's usually enough. Okay, the yeah. presence of Hugh Laurie is enough lube to get me into the bed. Yeah, but it's it's not going to get me there. In uh, fact, in yeah, fact, it's so not it's, it's not even getting me halfway. Of the house, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Alex, it's like you're talking very far away from your microphone sometimes. Okay. I don't know if it's a connection. But Might be connection. No, I was kind of leaning away a little bit. I didn't think it was that bad. Okay. Hmm. No, it 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 has an impact very much so. Hmm. So uh, so yeah, Avenue Five. Yeah, Avenue Five is ma- the Harley Quinn cartoon. Needs to be talked about. Okay. Like, and well, okay, I would not by me. <laughs> I think, I think. <laughs> but you've I, seen the whole season now, right? I know. I, I think I've missed some episodes, and that's why. Oh no! And plus, okay. I haven't like sat down. How many episodes down. are there? I think there's ten. I could be uh-huh. wrong. But um, do you remember how the problem with Birds of Prey was that it started as a Birds of Prey movie, and then they mushed a Harley story into it because she was popular. That's right. And as a result, the Harley story was not very interesting, not very well told, and neither was the Birds of Prey story. Harley Quinn, the DC network uh, or streaming service cartoon, which you can catch on uh, Adult Swim in Canada, does not have that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, its biggest problem for me is that Harley is voice, voiced by Kaylee Cuoco, and I don't give a shit about Kaylee Cuoco. In fact, I kind of actively dislike Big Bang Theory a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should. And it, so one could say that her performance is hampered by her comfort with the easy beats of a uh, of a sitcom the like oh moment or the hey moment or you know just those fuck, yeah. you need like four fucking emotions in a sitcom and she when she slips into those in the show you can tell well, it made her a lot of dough so that's it's right. probably hard to and so turn that's it off. but that is the greatest criticism i can level at this entire show 
the entire show. Imagine going to see a Harley Quinn movie where that is 100% dedicated to exploring her, her character, and those of the people she loves. This show does interesting things with Poison Ivy, where Good, she, okay. she, yeah, she's incredibly fucking powerful, but she also has like some real anxieties, but she's gotten to a point in her life where she's confident in herself and she's able to express how she feels about those anxieties, uh, to Harley and the people she cares about. Uh, Harley herself is, is a very three-dimensional person where she is absolutely wackadoo fucking crazy, but she also has like the Peter Griffin. I really learned something today by the, by the end of this episode every single time, but the entire season goes on a huge arc that you would never see in any sort of live adaptation. Or if you saw it, it would be CGI and it wouldn't feel like anything. But when there's a 200 foot tall, so the flash, uh, yeah. So when there's a 200 foot tall Ivy in this show, which this show can easily do because it's all just cartoons, Mm -hmm. it feels just as real as the conversation that Ivy had in her apartment with Harley, where she revealed her anxieties about even having friends, period. Uh, it's a great show. It's a great fucking show. It's probably the most fun I've had with a cartoon since, um, I, I want to say the last episode or, or last season of Rick and Morty, but mm-hmm. the last season of, the last season of Rick and Morty was just another season of Rick and Morty. Yeah, it, is, it, it was really just there. No, but it was good. It was good. I'm not saying it's it wasn't okay. good. I enjoyed it. I absolutely did. But it was, and it was expected and it delivered. That this was a dragon un- episode fell to pieces. I didn't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> When I, when, when the only part that I did like was when the, the dragon got all, got all desperate and thirsty at the end. Yeah. Okay. I did like the sex dragon cave. That, Tr- that, that brought yeah, it back tr- for me. Trying to get into that. Like, it was so, the fact that we're laughing about it right Shout now. Shout out, Jacker. You haven't left our masturbation cave in eons. Exactly. <laughs> I don't, it's pretty I, fucking I, good. I, I don't have many problems with the last yeah. season of Rick and Morty, but this, this is, uh, this is the first one where I'm like, oh shit. People need to be watching this. Yeah. This is like, this is the way I felt about, um, uh, Watchmen and, uh, and Chernobyl on HBO. Like, this oh, is Chernobyl. like, I just watched that again. Yeah. People need to know about this. People need to be watching this Harley Quinn cartoon. And I never can, thought I'd be saying that. Can you fucking believe the guy who wrote and directed Chernobyl is doing the Borderlands through uh, the Borderlands movie? Yeah. And I'm sure he won't be replaced by five writers between now and when it comes know. out. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. Song so, sucked. Yeah. So, so video what, games. Yeah. Video games. What, have, uh, what is that? Well, what is. I tried, I, well, wait, I'm gonna say, what was it called? Hold on. No, no, I'm gonna say, it's cause it's brief. Mm-hmm. Um, Bloody Roots, I think it's called? Bloody I've never Roots. heard of it. Okay, so this is the next game in the Hotline Miami milieu. Ah. Uh, oh, what? And I, wait, what? That's right. This is the and next- And I haven't played this. Well, it just came out today. Fuck, really? So what it's about is you're like, uh, you're a guy with a wolf's head cap, uh, in the Old West, and you've been betrayed by your gang. And so you just run through a series of environments, picking up weapons. Weapons usually have three charges. One hit kills you. One hit kills your enemies. And you're like rolling on barrels and throwing carts into guys and killing them with carrots. And and I played maybe four levels of it, and I'm not sure I'm going to continue. Oh, boy. Oh, so it's not as good as Hotline Miami. Um, Hotline Miami had the benefit of uh, lurid presentation. This mm-hmm. has the benefit of colorful presentation. And what's weird is when it zooms in for like a, a killing animation, you never see the killing blow. It always cuts away. It's a what? surprisingly no. non-violent entry in the genre. And I was intending to keep this short. Let's move on. Chamberlain, what you been playing? <laughs> well, I'm looking at some videos of this, and I don't think I'm going to mess with this, because I liked Hotline Miami 1 and 2 a lot. Um, so I, as threatened... Made it all the way through Darksiders Genesis. Ah, and sounds like good news. 
there's good and bad here. As an entrance or as 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 an as a prequel to the Darksiders trilogy, because it's three games now, it adds things to the lore. It adds interesting things. So the entire game is just war and strife. And just listening to the two of them bounce off each other is funny. Because war is war, and strife is a much more kind of he's not carefree because he's a horseman, but he actually he He's kind, enjoys. Of a, he's kind of a Nathan Drake kind of. Yeah, I mean, he, he enjoys what he does. He's got a quip. Mm-hmm. So basically, the, the the story is that this is all before the first Darksiders. So war is still in good with the council. Nothing's happened. Let's Some, be honest. Lucifer's, nothing huh? has really happened for the last three games. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but Lucifer is doing something bad. And the council tasks war and strife to go figure out what's going on. And it turns out that there is an, a war going on in hell, and, and Samael is there because Samael is always there, but he just got his ass kicked by somebody else. So he works with war and strife to help them, help them figure out what Lucifer is doing. Part of that is, of course, you go through and you kill four different lords of hell mm-hmm. who had all been dealing with Lucifer. And you kill the last one, and then the last one's like, oh, it's done. You, you guys are in trouble now. You gave Lucifer what he wants. And War looks at Samael and kind of growls at him. And Samael's like, uh, we'll go talk somewhere else, and disappears. <laughs> so back to his realm, Samael says, well, I may have been lying to you a little bit. Part of the deal is that Are you going to spoil it? No, 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 listener, listener. I'm going to spoil it. Turn away now. Because it's really cool. I'm going to spoil it because it's cool. Spoilers. Here it comes. I'm going to spoil, I am going to spoil how the the plot of this, okay? Of a Darksiders game. Because it's cool. So it turns out that Lucifer had indeed given these four lords of hell a lot of power. But the deal is, as Lucifer does, when you die, I get your soul. And war and strife killed these lords of hell. So now Lucifer has their souls. And using that power, he figured out where the humans went because the humans had all been moved out of Eden because Eden had fallen, but nobody knew where the creator moved them. Lucifer uses this power to go to earth. Mm. That's not how you explained it in the email. Nah, well, I, I must have done it incorrectly. Lucifer, yeah, because the way you explained it in the email is uh, it gave Lucifer the power to manifest as the snake and tempt them into... No, that's what it... Yeah, that's kind of where it goes. You oh, show okay. up and it's already past that and Lucifer is there as a child. Telling them what's going on, how he's given them choice. So, Darksiders Genesis is literally oh, the Genesis, book of Genesis from the Bible. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that I I like that. I'm like, hey, that works out. I would have preferred they actually brought some clothes to it, let you fight Lucifer finally, which isn't ever going to happen. That's going to be like the cock tease of all of these. Um, I want. We we should just call it the Avenue Five from now on. Pretty much, yeah. It's the Avenue Five. Don't yes, bother Lucifer with that. is the Avenue 5. Don't bother, don't bother trying to date that guy. He's a real Avenue 5. He'll <laughs> <laughs> so, just lead you on. <laughs> nice. Gameplay-wise, last week we mentioned that it, it pretty much plays like a Darkstalkers game, but from that isometric perspective. Whoa, whoa, do you say Darkstalkers or Darksiders? Darksiders, I okay. meant. Okay, but, but you said that's not true now. It isn't true, because the way the game... When you try to play as war, it is true, but when you oh. try to play as war, the perspective is really hampering, because you, it's very, very busy. There's so much going on. You can't see him. Like, you know. you're in the midst of melee, all crazy shit happening, you can't tell what's going on, because yeah, but, he's know, just but, one but thing okay, and the rest but, of everything else. But okay, a Darksiders game has always had... If if this feels like a traditional Darksiders game, a Darksiders game, much like Guacamelee, has always had kind of a chunk whenever you hit someone, or whenever something hits you, you're, you feel no. it. No. And if that exists, 
then no, it's, you know. It doesn't. It doesn't. Ooh. And so what I ended up doing is I poured all of my effort and all my points and all my level up stuff into Strife. So as you level up, they both level up and you choose. They do. You, you, go? as they level up, they both level up, but, but as you kill enemies, you gain, occasionally you pick up a soul. And the more of those souls you get for that enemy, the more powerful that is, that, that soul becomes. And you have basically a, um, you have a sphere, a sphere grid where you drop these souls into the sphere grid. Oh, and neat. I just kind of chose places that made strife more powerful. Okay. So my strife was kick ass and my war was like there. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta use both eventually, don't you? Uh, well, you only need to use one when the other one dies. Ah. So if, well, if one of them dies, you get about 15 seconds before they can respawn. At which point you have to use the other one. So, so, so whenever so Strife died, War ran away for 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, so he just automatically will come back? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, he, so it, what it's you pretty do is, is you just put points into things that will let War survive for 15 Basically, seconds. Basically, yeah, give him hit points. He had a ton of hit points. Yeah. He could just get beaten on for 15 seconds and then Strife can come back. But because I played nothing but Strife, it was played like a twin-stick shooter. And that's fine. It worked out fine as a twin-stick shooter. So... Okay, it's not but, a full price game. This is a budget title. It looks like a budget title. It's got budget title problems where, I mean, the isometric camera is fixed and therefore sometimes you just can't see shit because it's being blocked by the scenery or something like that. Yeah. It'd be nice if I could rotate the camera. Enemy variety is pretty weak too. There's not a whole lot of stuff in there. Yeah, you find that's a lot been a of these, you find a lot of these little like gremlin guys and a lot of these demon guys and a lot of these. It's not just, the it, first time they've done that. Yeah, this is like yeah. what I imagine it feels like if you went to high school with someone and then later on you're st- you're back in your hometown and you see like these really desperate looking ads for their real estate company. Like it's just, <laughs> oh, I wish they were doing better. I always liked that guy. And it's just yeah. like he's trying. He's still yeah. trying. <laughs> but It's not a bad game, but it's not the kind of return to form that we needed after Darksiders 3. Because let's be honest, Darksiders 3 was not good. Was was so not was, good that I no. didn't even deign to play it for like a month and a half after release. Yep. And yep. once I did, I did not continue. Yep. I act, yeah. 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 Dark you Souls Two is one of my favorite games ever played, and I couldn't touch either of these. Yeah. It hurts. You miss Fury. You you realize how how cool of a character Fury was. Is she really, because War. I, you know, I might just when when it drops down to like fifteen bucks again. I'll yeah. Think about it. I mean, War is there. It feels it's like just kind of like angry all Al- the time. Alex, it, it feels like a low end double A. Like it really feels cheap and shitty. Mm-hmm. It looked barren and useless. And then and then when you go up to that that that, that vendor demon, it's still Phil Lamar. But, but is it yeah. say, is he saying different things? Uh, no, no. It feels like coming the same voice lines from the last game. Actually, like yeah, the, like the exact same recordings. Even um, does Volgrim I, actually do anything as a character in that game? Volgrim, Volgrim uh, does things in this one. Well, that's cool, right? But Volgrim's there things, again because he does things in Darksiders three. No, not in three. No, yeah, but in, in Genesis he does him. things. Is it it's still photocopied him? Oh, it sucks. I believe so. I'm almost positive it is. Ooh, it uh, sounds like him anyway. Oh, it's definitely Phil Lamar, but I think it's the lines he's already recorded. Yeah, that's what I'm. In Genesis, though. No, in three. In three, yeah. yeah, in three, yeah, 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 absolutely. But in Genesis, I'm almost positive it's still him, and he actually does more things. Yeah, that's cool. I was like Vulgar. Samuel's got the same voice. I mean, they got the right voices back. Yeah. Is is Liam O'Brien War? Yeah. All right. Sound like him. He's yeah. always been right. War, yeah. All right. And I swear that when you when you finally fight the big bad who isn't Lucifer, it's somebody else. I can't remember who it is. It's sound. Oh, I can't remember his name. Keith something. Keith, Keith David. Keith David. Yeah. Is it Keith David? It sounds like him. I gotta look it up and see because I'm like, it's the it's the Arbiter from Halo who has, I I know is Keith David. Um, I have no I, idea I, I who Keith David is. He's got this incredible deep. Like, he was the cat in Car- Coraline. Uh, no, 
Comst. Oh, wait. He was the president in Rick and Morty. Okay, now I got it. Okay. Love that guy. He's got a great voice. A narrator yes, for Ken awesome. Burns Jazz. <laughs> he was he was the voice for um um No no I got it, I got it. Rick and Morty president, I got it. Yeah, all right. Is that him though? Yeah. Let's see. IMDB doesn't help me. The thing? God damn it, the thing. He's so good in the thing. Actually, yep, he was. Video game, Dark Siders Genesis, he was Mola. So I was right, it was him. Cool. How much Keith David is in there? Not a whole lot. A little Fuck. bit at the beginning, a little bit at the end. But at the end he's like making fun of you the whole time while you're trying <laughs> to fight him. So enough. Enough of him that I was like, Hey, it's Keith David. Sweet. Okay, so this doesn't sound like a very good game. It sounds like... No, it's a six. It sounds like it, it wants to be a full game, but even then, when you try to play it, you don't want to play as war, so it's like half of the game it intended yeah. to be. Yeah, it's like six. It's a six. It's a six. Now, if war played well, would it be a seven? No. Well, in that case, it'd be, given that it's half the game it intended to be... No, it's not a three. And the game, no. no, that's what I'm saying. It is a three. <laughs> no, it's a fucking it's three. Not. It's not it's that bad. It's a fucking three, man. It did not injure me to play. Um, and then just last night, I'd, I'd been hearing about, people have been talking about this game called Xenocrisis, which oh, yeah, came out a couple of years of ago, which was, they like, actually made it as a Genesis game. You could buy a Genesis cartridge and play it in a real Genesis. Like 10, wasn't this the first person brawler game? No, 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 no. This is a, it's a, a top down, it's oh. a twin stick shooter in the, in the, in the, in like Smash TV basically. Oh. Arena based twin stick shooter like Smash TV. And they, they made it as a Genesis game and you can buy it as a cartridge, but they ported it to everything else because of course they did. So I'm like, all right, I was bored last night. I'm like, I need something to play. I plopped down 20 bucks. I picked that up. And yeah, it, it, it is in every way a 16 bit game. It is fucking hard. <laughs> and there is like no continuity. I was expecting kind of even a little roguelike thing where as you play, you unlock stuff that you keep. No, no. When you oh. die, you start over. Fuck that. Done. Yeah. And it's hard. <laughs> I got, I've gotten like the third area maybe twice and it's just wow. Uh, it, it reminds me of games that you played in the Super Nintendo that were hard because they were short, and therefore they need to keep your interest. But it plays smoothly, and, and what's interesting is I actually am avoiding the analog stick completely. I'm just using the D-pad to shoot and the button, the D-pad to move and the so button to shoot. This is like a Contra direction. game? No, no, it's, it's like Smash TV, top-down. Okay. So each of the face buttons fires in a different direction. It just feels better to use the face buttons than the analog stick because you only can shoot in eight directions. Huh. You can't like, you know, there's no, there's no two o'clock. There's like noon and one o'clock and six o'clock and that's it. Or three o'clock, sorry. Um, hmm. it's not bad, but it's a little overpriced at 20 bucks. Mm. And then to make chance and you said, mm. you stopped playing Hollow Playing Hollow Knight. After our recording last week, Thursday, I was playing and I got stuck. I got really stuck. I okay, had no where idea what the fuck to do. So I, Pulled up, how do I get past this black barrier? Ah. Uh, oh, and they yeah. said, you need this thing from over here. I'm like, over there? And it turns out there's this whole fucking part of the map I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Fucking I'm like, how do you get to there? And like, well, you're going to do this and this and this. And I looked at it, and suddenly the desire to play went away. I'm like, oh. oh. Why didn't okay. you just do the next thing? Because I was annoyed, I had to look it up. Because, and you made fun of you, me for you this. Because you didn't have to. You the coot has overtaken him, finally. See, you... You've been, you, it's okay, you said, it's okay. You've been running for so long. He was going to catch you eventually. You said something in jest in an email. You said you had to feel like the first person to find this. Mm. And for me, it's an illusion. It's an absolute illusion, but that illusion of discovery is important. That's what I get that. It, it, I know it's not true. I know it's completely... 
arrogant to believe that, you know, I'm the first person who found this. But I need that bit of discovery, that, that feeling of, of something being new. Okay, but from what you've played, do you see where we're coming from? No, I absolutely do. I do. I totally see it. I get it. I understand. Yeah, but th- here's the thing is like... But I don't feel like going back to it at I, the moment. I can't believe you found the Upside Down Castle by yourself. But you I did, 100%. And the, but the difference God, was that was a you. different time in my life. Yeah. That was when yeah. I was in college and I had, I, I had zero money. And I scraped together 30 bucks or whatever, went to Best Buy and I bought Castlevania. And that was my investment for like the next six months. Oh, yeah, they were like 30 That's bucks. All I had. See, but, and the, the, that, that kid and the kids today still want to get that much value out of their games. Hollow Knight is a fucking masterpiece. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> masterpiece. And, and all of the things it has that you loved about Castlevania are all the things that you hate about it. And that doesn't make it a bad game. Uh, I'm not saying that you're a bad gamer. You're just, you know, two ships passing in the night. That's right. It's I, just, it's I, just I, not for you. The, the, we we had our fun together, but it reached a point where it needed more from me than I could give. It's not the game. You got it's so me. much farther. It is than you. I you were gonna. You did. You hundred percent did. And all I ever. I got to the City to of Tears to... on my own. Yeah, you got to City of Tears, man. That's all I. You wanted. got all the major builds. You got the Crystal Dash. That That's shit's right. awesome. Yeah. That's right. What I was missing was like a, an extra dash that would let me dash through these black barriers. Mm-hmm. And did you get the acid thing? Uh, no, no, I think that's in that same area. So you can, oh, okay. can swim in acid. I think yep. that's in that same area. Yeah, yeah. Is it? I don't know. I, don't I know, know what it's called. I don't want to see it. I know pretty, I know everything about that fucking game. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of my Holland. And honestly, I don't know what I'm playing next because there's that's not a whole lot now. I don't want to get involved in too much because Ori is not too far off and after that is Doom. And I don't want to get too excited. Oh, Doom. 20 days till Doom. Three coming. weeks. Three weeks. I will have like one week to finish Ori before Doom comes out. People say it's good. I've heard that it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it coming to games to, for PC at the same time? I think so. That's what happened last time. Because I could get it, and I would be I'm fucking shocked if this thing couldn't run it. Oh, Chance, you I'm were sure saying what you wanted to play next in PC. It's definitely going to be, or I hope it is, going to be Risk of Rain 2. No. Why not? Because I didn't like the first one that much. But it's so good. I have looked at screenshots and video of the second one, and I didn't think much of that either. What I have been playing on PC is Hades Early Access. Still? Well, no, not still. Um, I I played the fuck out of it over the last weekend, and I made a bunch of new Titan Blood, or I I obtained a bunch of new Titan Blood, which is like the single most valuable resource in the game. It really is. Diamonds are garbage. Diamonds are garbage. And (laughs) you will take two diamonds and use them to buy one thing that you need, and then you can take two of those other things and use those to buy a Titan Blood, if they're available. (laughs) And... um, or you can like beat the game multiple times on progressively harder difficulty levels. Is the or beat the game uh, with all the weapons. Well, yeah, yeah. You so get ten of them. So there's not what you get ten of them for beating the game with all the weapons. You get ten for beating the game with every weapon. Yep, it's one of the prophecies. Interesting. Yeah, think about that. Uh, I will. Um, so <laughs> He's going to try right now. <laughs> I probably am now, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like, what I did was I beat it with the bow. I, I poured a bunch. There's uh, the bow's special ability is if you hit, if you hold, hit attack with the bow, just hit the button, you will draw the bowstring, but not draw it far enough back to even shoot an arrow. If you hold it down, you'll draw it back and then shoot an arrow just like the breaker's bow in uh, Bastion. 
if you press triangle, you will shoot like seven arrows in a fan in front of you. So it's cool if you're like right in front of a guy or right next to a huge target, or if you just want to apply a status effect to a bunch of enemies. It's kind of okay in those situations, but it's pretty shitty. But there's an aspect of the bow called Aspect of Chiron, which you can invest oh, tight, which yeah. you can invest Titan blood into. Um, there are three yeah, different aspects. best one. There are three different aspects for every weapon. An Aspect of Chiron is your shots shot by your special ability will hit whatever the last arrow you shot hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it got guided arrows. Homing arrows, yeah. But ah. you only shoot three arrows. That can be changed. And then, if you invest another two Titan blood, or three Titan blood, you can shoot four arrows, and then five arrows, and then six arrows, and ultimately seven arrows. So what this does is it, much like my on my polearm, if I hit you with a with a wide-sweeping attack... Every additional damage you take is plus 150%. So I want to hit everyone with that. So what I look for is skills and abilities that enhance that uh, that attack. And there are some rounds where if I don't get anything <laughs> that kind of backs that up, my whole, I have invested Titan blood in something that is not paying off. Like, I'm not getting any abilities that increase the damage that my special does. I'm not getting any abilities that let me shoot my special faster. And at the end of the game, I've invested tons of Titan blood in ability that is not as effective against the end boss as maybe my primary fire or even just my, uh, those crystals that you can shoot out. Oh, I like it though. Okay, well, I'm not saying it's bad. I beat the game like another four times with this. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it worked. Fun. It worked. Yeah. It was effective. Um, but, but that kind of bugged me. And then I turned around and I put, uh, I put one into your special. Anyone hit with a special by the sword t- takes increased or you have an increased chance to crit on them. Cause I'm like, good. You add that with anything that, uh, that the huntress uh, goddess gives you, uh, Artemis. You add that to anything Artemis will do for you. You're going to have an amazing time. I haven't met Artemis fucking once since I poured that blood into the sword. <laughs> so- get, her, get her charm. Yeah, I guess I could do that, but then I'm not getting my um damage buff. I'm not getting my damage buff, but I love that damage buff. Although the damage buff is really hard to maintain with the sword. But you've noticed just how important it is to get the right things at the right time. That's right, and and to me that's a real weakness of a roguelike. Um, to me that the game is less about my skill than the boons that the game will hand me. And that's okay when the, if the boons that the game hand me work out, um, work out well. And I know that it's my choice to take this boon over another. So I may have fucked up that choice. No, Hades much more than Binding of Isaac, I think is more about building multiple strategies from playing the hand you're dealt. You can do that in multiple ways. Hmm. And especially once you get to like the end, the, those like uh, dice roll abilities, where you can like change like three times in a game, you can change what um, the door says. Yeah, and 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 you'll eventually unlock a thing where every time you pick up a key, you'll get another dice. Yeah, yeah. And so you can get to the end of the game with like seven of those. Yeah. And at the end of the game, you're in what's called the the temple of what's the temple? Is it the temple of Hades? Temple of Sticks. Yeah, Temple of Sticks. You're in the Temple of Sticks. And you've got like seven doors ahead of you, and one of those doors has the item you need to open up the way forward to the final boss, and the other doors are just a series of rooms you have to fight through to get a boon Fucking at the end. Brutal. It is brutal, but uh, but you know it becomes understandable over time. The problem is using the bow for it sucked because yeah, the bow is about so cramped. Yeah, the bow is about sitting and hitting a single target. My wonderful pole arm is about sweeping rooms clear. Every other weapon I use, I miss my pole arm. Um, this game really plays well with a sweeping melee attack like that and not having it on any other 
like with any other weapon i i, I just i well, miss what about it. like the the slam from the sword um no that's not nearly as good because what you can well, do on the pole arm is you is you charge it up so it sweeps a wide area and then you unleash it as you do an evasion so you can some poseidon stuff so you can i know poseidon's good yeah there's a lot of stuff that's it's, it is really wonderful. <laughs> it you is can build wonderful. an entire game off of this, like splashing people in the walls. Whatever they they patched Overwatch. Overwatch became exciting again. But before we oh, get yeah. into that, Alex, what have you been playing? I fell backwards real hard into Borderlands Three. Borderlands like, Three. Well, didn't that I, just became available on PC? Didn't that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's a, when is it going to be available on Steam? Is it now or not? Uh, hang on, let me bring it up. Let yeah. Me bring it up. Uh, March thirteenth, so two weeks. Okay. Pretty close. I'm, I am totally switching back over to Steam. But why? I wouldn't finally... you have to. Wouldn't you have to buy it again? Nope. Really? Actually, I might have to buy it again. But the saves would sit with a. Well, I could just copy my saves. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that well, could lose all that. Uh, have all that you Have progress. you looked into this? Like, are you sure that it'll work? They They've said cross saves work. Oh, okay. Forbes got that out of them. But um. Uh yeah, I finally figured out how to pull off a really sick ass late game build with Zane. Because the last time I played him, he was a balloon. I could not poke my head out of cover without dying at level 50, and it was kind of a nightmare. He needed to be buffed, and he has been, and he's a lot more fun. He'll take five bullets instead of two, and (laughs) it works. And I just just have, like, all these different, uh, like, ultra weapons that cascade really nicely. I'm good. I again, I'll die really quickly, but if I keep doing enough damage, I can offset almost lethal damage. Just headshots. Hmm. And it's just, as long as I stay in the fight and, and, you know, just slightly off to the side with like my little, like, uh, hollow decoy dude and just keep like, you know, kiting, uh, aggression between my, my, uh, clone and myself. It's fun. Like we're constantly switching between a high and low cover. I have my, my clone has a sniper rifle. I have a shotgun and I'm just constantly picking guys off him. He's act like my clone's actually a good shot. Hmm. It's fun as hell. Hmm. I, I'm kind of regretting not putting on my list last year. And that's because they've also really, really fixed the performance issues. They're gone. This shit, I, almost, I have almost all the bells and whistles, and it runs like doom. And mm. I used to have to deal with performance, like a frame drop when I zoomed down a sight. So that's that's nice. That's really nice. I didn't expect this this soon. Um, the last DLC they put in here, I played through it twice already. It's good. It's really good. The writing is tighter. Okay. If what do you think? Do you think it would have been a good business decision to not have released Borderlands Three until it was in this state? No. And then release it, say, at the beginning of February 2020. No. When no, nothing it was else, fine when it launched. When nothing else. It, no, but it was just fine. And you, Alex McCracken. Left it off your game of the year list because it was just another. Oh no, I was furious at the the quality of writing. That's still an issue. Yeah, true. But there's nowhere near as big an issue. They were listening and they're adapting, and that was important. I just feel like three came along and kind of disappeared, whereas two came along and was in the news cycle for a long time. Yeah, this sold about two million more than that. It's doing fine. All right. It's just that and Randy Pitchford's a dick and he's alienated almost everyone in the um journalism industry, and that's fair. He earned that. <laughs> no one wants to talk to him. But I've got a I've got a class mod that buffs my sniper rifle and shotgun damage thirteen percent and adds an extra forty seven percent critical weapon damage on all my Jacobus guns. Now does that uh, also affect your clone? It does. Oh cool. Okay. It's so much it's ah oh, God. 
the loot in this game is perfect. Mm. I'm still finding weird-ass guns I haven't seen before. I've got this TDR that when I throw it reload, it's just a hovering uh, turret. Neat. It's so neat. Yeah, there's... Um, okay, so you know how just uh, boons you find that you don't expect will be good? You know you want the one you can get from Old Lady Winter that turns your, your crystals into they drop on the ground and they shoot yeah. a beam? And those beams fucking suck because they can't track for shit. I like them. But they suck because they can't track for shit. They well, do sometimes. They do decent damage, but here's, aim them. here's the thing. There's another boon you get later on that makes them track well. What? Yes. Okay. Well, it's like <laughs> they so, intentionally so hobbled they it a in- bit too much. Exactly. And and the thing is, I would love to get that boon every time if they just tracked well and you drop them. Yeah, you can't. You can't. But maybe them that well. Yeah, but maybe it'd be op because once I got that boon, man, I walked over Hades like he was laying down. Oh, I am massacring like mayhem level three, and this used to wipe me, wipe the floor. I used to just be have to stick on one. Like mm-hmm. I'm breaking this game, and it's still fun, and I like that feeling. Hmm. So speaking of improving in a game, I forgot to talk about something last hmm. week. On just a whim, because it's on Game Pass, I installed Dead Cells. Dead Cells, Dead Cells. Oh, okay. You, well, have you not played Dead Cells? I did, like, a while ago. Yeah, but it's ago. a roguelike. I know. So he but I was like, it. I'm just trying to work my way through everything on Game Pass, because I'm paying for it, so why not? I'm just I played it on PS4, for 20 minutes. like, forever ago, right? I played two games of it, of Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. In the second game... I made it further than I ever had before. Isn't that a fun <laughs> When I feeling? played it the first time. Mm-hmm. I walked through the first boss. I walked through the second boss. I made it to the end of the third set of areas. Nice. And then I died because he was a bastard. Um, I don't even remember what, what it what, is. What, the clock tower dude? Yes. Yeah, he's a bastard. I didn't even know what the fuck to do. Oh, it yeah. gets so much worse halfway through. No, the, yeah, the first time I fought him, I was like, I'm not sure that this is possible. And eventually, you just get it. Like, you can just... You dodge and you just go toe to toe. The fight. problem is it, it takes threat, like half can, an hour to yeah. get to him. Yeah. It does. And Dead Cells Man, has that been clock pa- tower level some fun Dead, fucking chaos. Dead, yeah. Dead Cells has been updated repeatedly. I don't know yeah. if the DLC is paid or not. It's paid. Um, oh, okay. It it's is. Paid. I think it's part of Game Pass though. I think it's just in the one that I was playing. Okay. Because it just it felt. I still feel that the economy of the cells themselves to improve things, I think it's too stingy. Yeah, it is. I think is. it needs to I give agree. you more of those cells. Uh, because it Way takes so stingy. long to, to improve anything. Does a good job of making sure you find the weapons you like. Yeah, that's, that's fine, but, but improving stuff, it's like, you, you can do a decent run and have like five. Like, thanks. Ten, yep. maybe. This thing costs fifty. So. But yeah, I, I I was not expecting to enjoy it, and I did. I'm like, oh, okay, this is. Still they have really game. interesting shops in that game. I love. They it. do, yeah. I like how it changes after the yeah. second level. Of the shop. Like one's like different. a butcher, and you're like, if you at the right time, it's amazing. At the right time, it's like, now why aren't you gear? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you say Overwatch is fun again. I didn't say it was fun again. I said it got patched. Again. Interesting. It got patched. Interesting in, in, again. Definitely interesting again. Um, there's a lot of little changes. Um, so should we should we roll into headlines or, or do you have? Did anybody yell at you last week? Ah, uh, no one but Chris. But I yelled at him a lot too. Oh. Oh, yeah, well, I've, okay. I've been really that's, salty. That's how brothers work. I don't know. Like I, I don't think he. Well, was he? Yeah, he kind of was. <laughs> 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 but 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 in pointing it out, I definitely was too. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what he was doing is for about a month and a half now, it seems, he's changed the way he plays D.Va. And he's a D.Va one trick, basically. He's like, a D.Va D.Va. 
he's well. He, he'll also play like uh, he's, he'll bristle when I say one trick because he also plays Sombra and he also plays Tor and he also plays Soldier. Um, he doesn't really play any other tank. Sometimes he'll play Sigma. Um, I I personally like it when he plays Soldier and Junkrat and Torb. I enjoy that. But uh, actually, he'll, oh, Soldier's he'll, so boring. And he'll have good Bastion games too. Yeah, but when uh, when you got a decent Soldier on your team, um, you're the, you know that the enemy is constantly getting pressure from every range. <laughs> yeah. If they're in line of sight of your team, the soldier can hit them. And he's actually good at just maintaining that pressure, and he will deal 50% of damage to someone, and I'll just blink in, bye, bam, <laughs> and, and it works out great. Anyway, what he was, what he's been doing on D.Va for the last six weeks is, let's say there's a team fight going on, okay? So there's a Reinhardt at the front of your team. Behind that Reinhardt is a McCree shooting through the Reinhardt shield. Behind that McCree is a Murphy, Mercy who's damage buffing a McCree. And behind that Mercy is an Anna who's healing the Reinhardt. And behind all of them is my brother on the hyper mobile tank Diva who can fly on a three second cooldown. And what she's doing is she's shooting the enemy team with her shotguns from that range. She uses shotguns. And she's shooting the enemy team from that range and matrixing our Anna so our Anna doesn't get hurt. She's protecting our team, which is a noble endeavor. However, I did point out to this diva that our team is getting obliterated by an ash on the enemy team that takes me forever to get to. And I could get to her very quickly if that one character on our team who can fly would fly just a, a little bit upwards to that perch that she's on and just push her down, then immediately return to the cart, and then I can it's a kill nice the compliment ash, sandwich there. And we can win. I'm sure I didn't phrase it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I phrased it like, can you get the ash? Okay, the ash is right there. Can you just fly up there on the left? Can can you just can you can you push the ash, please? I asked really nicely the first two times. I I, I don't want to keep doing this. Yeah, and, and it gets to that point where it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're just sitting on cart. The ash is right there uncontested. All you got to do is boost up into her. She'll drop off the high ground and I will kill her. Just fucking contest her for a second and she'll stop killing all <laughs> of us. But no, what he needs to be doing on the most mobile tank in the game, well, except for Hammond, I suppose, is not using that mobility ability. And what I wanted to do so hard was switch to Bastion, or go Bastion on our next game, and run into people while shooting at them in recon mode, and wait for him to tell me to tur it up. And I would explain that I'm doing important work over here. My job is to deal damage to the enemy team, and that's how I do it. And I don't care if you don't like how I do it, or don't use the ability that my hero has... (laughs) And I did not do that. I feel really proud of that. What I did was I went for a cigarette, I wrote about it on the Penny Arcade forums, sat back down with him, and instead of apologizing for either of us, <laughs> we just played, we just kept on playing and it was okay. <laughs> Cause we're you didn't, have to, you didn't have to wipe your nose? No. no. What? What does that mean? Cause you had a cigarette. Oh. No, this was days ago. Probably wasn't. Oh, okay. The medication before, wasn't so before bad. That. So. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure how long you had the medication. Oh no, like I'm, but it builds up slowly in your system. Ah, and so like, yeah, like it, it's like I don't know what it's like. It's like I'm slowly poisoning myself basically to feel it horrible. Sounds awful. Is what it, it is. Sounds like. It is. Okay. It is awful. Okay. But you know what else is awful? Paying, paying four to five hundred dollars a month to kill myself with cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. You could do that with much tastier things. Booze, I cupcakes. I, I, I weed. To, Come on. I there's all sorts of better things you can spend that money on. 
pizzas? Poison myself with uh, rent. Oh, well, yeah, that'll yeah, be fun. That's... Paying the rent is important too. It is. I guess. Well, you know what? I have a feeling my landlord's going to feel the same, so I'm just hedging my bets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the reason Overwatch became interesting again is uh, they've added in a thing called the experimental card. What the experimental card is, is uh, sometimes they do stupid shit internally that will never see the light of day. And that's like when they implemented 222, they noticed that um, sometimes DPS had to wait 10, 15, 20 minutes. If you're on PC and you're playing at the upper echelons, an hour to get a game and comp. And the reason for this is there's a ton of people who want to play DPS. There's some people who want to play support. And there's not many people who want to play tank. So, in order to address this... People don't like getting shot at? (laughs) In order to... Well, you'd think supports would feel worse than the tank, so I don't really understand that. But, um, so what they've done is internally they tried a thing where instead of it was 2-2-2, it was 1-3-2. One tank, three DPS, two supports. How does that work? And in terms of queue times, it was excellent. It really addressed queue times for DPS players. In terms of the experience of the game, well, that's kind of subjective. And in order to make it work, obviously, we're going to have to massively buff every single tank, pretty much. So, Zarya gets this ability where when she bubbles a teammate, instead of that teammate getting bubbled, every teammate within eight yards gets bubbled. (laughs) Roadhog gets an ability where when he uses his huff to heal himself, he leaves a huge area of effect that heals teammates for 25 every second and reduces damage by 25%. That's fantastic. And I could go on, but I'm not going to. So that's interesting, isn't it? So that experimental card is now available on every platform. So you can go on to, it's like a fourth option. This is a fourth play option. And yeah, like the the new tank abilities are kind of interesting. Playing with just one tank is really hard for the tank. Uh, It's really stressful for the supports and for the DPS. Like everything is just very, everything goes very fast now because there's only one tank. Whoever's going to win this fight is going to win this fight soon. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> you don't have much defense, and well, um, that also helps the queue times because the games just go faster. Oh. What's, I don't, I don't see a downside here. Well, the the downside is that people who play play tank still don't want to play tank because it's just oh. it's less fun. You just get wiped out. Yeah. Well, it's not that. It's that when when you're playing tank and you die, sometimes it's okay because the other tank can step up. And just like when you're support, sometimes it's okay because the other healer will step up. Um, when you're playing tank and you die, when you're, when I'm playing Reinhardt and I die, we just lose the point at that point. We do. Every time. Every fucking time. Because Reinhardt is a linchpin. You can't lose him. If your other tank is like a diva, you're going to lose. <laughs> you're just going to lose. A Zarya might be able to do it. A hog might be able to do it. Um, and to put that pressure of holding down this choke on one tank is rough. Is rough. The only game I won as tank was I played Roadhog versus Azaria on the enemy team. And it, it worked out because I was able to... The only reason it worked out because my team absolutely refused to heal me. <laughs> I was playing Orisa, who's uh, who's the most powerful tank, actually. Got major buffs. Um, I was playing Orisa, and they just refused to heal me, so I switched to Hog, and then we won. So, classic problems. So, really, I didn't like it that much. I prefer 2 2 2 See, I like that they could do so, all sorts of crazy things with that card, like make it like all DPS. You yes, guys want to play DPS so fast? Fine. Six on six DPS. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And they it already o- have that? And it often yeah, was. It that's often what it was, was before, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it often was. Um, one of my early, like, oh, God, that's a good way to put it. My, uh, I'm actually working on a video 
on Overwatch video, and it's coming along very well. Oh. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm, the thing it's been is, a while. Yes, I know. It's been, literally been six months since I did a Tracer video. Oof. Yes, I know. It was August. It was August of last year that I did a Tracer video. Um, and the only thing right now is I think I might just completely swap out the song. Because, you know, it's just, it's just getting to that point. But there's no other song that I want to use. You'd have to redo all the timing then, wouldn't you? I only love it. I love you. <laughs> it's a great song. Anyway, um, where was I? Six DPS. Six DPS. Oh yeah, my, <laughs> er, my one of my first one of my first Overwatch videos that I actually liked was me switching off Mercy to Tracer, and my entire team going DPS and us turning around a game and winning it. <laughs> it worked. I love doing that. It's like everyone plays the hero the best at. You're gonna win. I love doing that. Well, then yeah. why is 2-2-2 two, two, two such a good thing, then? Um, because you, what you games become more reliable. They become more consistent. Um, the, the, again, the tanks don't feel that pressure. The supports don't feel that pressure of having, the, of having to keep this one tank up. The tanks don't feel the pressure of being the only tank. The DPS can do their jobs in a calmer atmosphere where they don't have to worry about a looming third DPS that's going to kill them. <laughs> Because ha- as soon as you add a third DPS to the mix, fuck, games get insane. <laughs> like, they just get stupid. There's way too many ways to die. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, like, 222 is, is better. I like it better. I do. And there, I'm sure there are people who prefer one tank. Um, I'd be interested in 232, but I don't think we're ever going to be able to try that. Oh, uh, Either way, I was interested in this and it was fun. It was, it was fun. Which to would ch- the three, which, which would be the third? The a third healer or a third DPS? Third DPS. You you put in a third healer and nothing dies, the game becomes stagnant and horrible. Okay, yeah. okay. You put in a third tank, nothing dies, the game becomes stagnant and horrible. Not only that, but queue times then become insane. <laughs> yeah. Because the problem is long queue times for DPS is the complaint. And that's that complaint is important to Blizzard because this problem exists because the largest percentage of Overwatch's population is, t- is DPS. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. And it's fun to shoot things. But, like, that's a good point. Like, how do you make tanks more fun without just making them insanely more powerful? Well, that was the argument that was brought up on the Penny Arcade forums was, um, uh, the, the suggestion was, and I didn't like the suggestion, but the suggestion was, uh, I put up my shield, or Reinhardt puts up his shield, and when it breaks, the Reinhardt gains 25% damage resistance and deals 25% damage until his shield is back up again. Hmm. And I said, no. And they were like, why? And I go, because what that does is it incentivizes the enemy team to not break his shield, and it incentivizes Reinhardt to break his shield. Mm. <laughs> so that's bad. <laughs> I think that's bad in a lot of ways. But that's just me. Um, Can friendly fire break his shield? Uh, no. No, they fire through no, it. it goes through yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, but no, my argument was that when you're having the problem with tank is not that those is not that you don't feel woohoo when you're having a great tank game because you do. Anyone who's had a great tank game knows that. Fucking get high charge on Zarya and stay there for three minutes and tell me you're not going. <laughs> you're going crazy. It's amazing. And, the center of attention. Uh, it's not just that. It's that you are the power and, and no <laughs> one can stop you. And you the all die. and the problem with tank is the only reason tank can feel that way. Is because they're not the power. They're being healed by good supports and they're being helped by good DPS. So when they jump in and take a little bit of damage, their supports heal them up. And when they swing at a guy, their DPS will immediately take them out. Or when they swing at a guy, it's going to kill them because the DPS already softened them up. 
So the reason tank feels less rewarding is tank is re more reliant than any of the other classes on the other classes doing their jobs. Uh, and if you're not yeah. getting healers like that, and you're not getting DPS like that, it is impossible, literally impossible to do your job on a tank. And so you, and so at lower levels, what you do to adapt to that is, for example, you go Roadhog and you win that one game by healing yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'll take care of it myself. And that is why tank sucks. It's not because of that the design of the character is a shitty or anything that Blizzard's done. It's because you gotta count on your teammates to have that experience with tanks specifically. Unless you want to play a solo tank like a Hammond, who even then needs a lot of help to be played well, or a Roadhog. That's the problem for to me at least. So let people play six DPS again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. But the problem with that was peop the good people, the smart people, didn't play 6 DPS. They played 3 tank and 3 support because that was unkillable. Mm. Mm -hmm. And is that, and that's, can you do that anymore? No, that's why 222 was implemented to stop oh, that. that's right. Yeah. So the history of this is... <laughs> anyway. Does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. Headlines! The experimental card is now live, offering everyone a taste of what it would be like with one tank, three DBS, and two supports in every game. If the tanks had been buffed, I'll get out. <clears throat> a bug in what was to fix interactions between stuns now means that Anna's sleep dart will sleep Symmetra's teleporter, her turrets, Torbjorn's turrets, and Diva's mech once she ejects from it. <laughs> 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 yeah, and the other thing is, um, it was called as a teabagging bug. What this does is, when Anna sleeps an enemy, that enemy kind of acts like a maze ice block. You hmm. can't walk through them. Period. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's weird, and we don't know if it's intentional or not. They haven't explained it. Uh, new changes uh, came to the PTR. If this they one. haven't explained it, it tells me that probably maybe it's a they, bug. Yeah, it's not a bug, and they don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, well, no, because one of the things that they changed this week wasn't just Anna. Um, on the PTR is a change to maze ice wall. Uh, so I'll explain. And they said that th in an explanation that kind of suggests when we'll see maze ice wall cooldown increased to 13 seconds from, to, from 10 seconds on the PTR and player collision has been changed to allow a tank to slip through a gap of one uh, pillar of the wall instead of two. So I don't know how they achieved that. Did they shrink? Did they, if they fucked with player size boxes and a player ability to move through objects, I can easily see that impacting the Anna Sleep Dart and it just being an accident. Who knows? Uh, Diva's boosters cool down up to four seconds from three. I think that's good. And I think it won't affect my brother's gameplay on her at all. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Sigma's alt cost decreased by 10% and soldiers helix rocket cooldown decreased from eight seconds to six seconds. Everyone says that's a bad idea. One that's of the, a lot of rockets. That's a lot of rockets. One of the changes to, that is more often than, uh, than an Orissa or a Winston can drop their shield. Um, uh, and to, and to bring it around to a different analogy, so they needed to make all the tanks super powered, right? To get them on like one, three, two. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they gave a lot of people, like, an extra 100 health, or they switched someone so they were, like, 60% armor, 10% health, and, uh, or 60% armor, 40% health. The change to Roadhog, in addition to the Huff thing, was to lower the cooldown of his hook to six seconds. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. no one can tell me this Soldier Helix Rocket is not going back up somewhere, even if it's seven, but it should be eight or more, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the Sonic movie held on to its number one position at the box office and has made over a hundred million dollars. It blows disgusting. my mind. Yeah, it blows my mind that, that that has made more money than Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Wow. Because that Sonic is happened. the number one video game movie ever, correct? 
I think, I think it's, yeah. I believe so, yeah. I think that is true. And I think it, it beat out Detective Pikachu, which is weird. Yeah, because you'd really think there would be more modern uh, Pokemon fans than Sonic fans, because Sonic has been terrible for so long. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you see the conspiracy theory, which I don't think I don't think it is. I think it's just incompetence. So like, like the the special effects was like a, a intentional fraud to look mm-hmm. bad and get people's attention, and they were always planning to fix it. No. I don't believe, but it. the five no. million dollars doesn't fix a, a you know a, a, to a hundred million dollar mistake. Sonic is the most expensive thing in that movie. They didn't. I don't know. No, no, yeah, I don't. No, yeah, no, I don't was, think it. It was they were. It was going to look like that. They thought that's what you wanted. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn's cartoon second season starts on April 3rd. Wow, come out quick. I know. And hopefully she's going to get together with Ivy this season. There's been no hint of it, but every now and then they share a look. I mean, they that's hinted how it is that in the, in the animated right? series. Say what? Well, that's how they... There's always been that thing in the... Or are they just friends? Oh, no, no, no. They are, they are, they are 100%. I think... I don't know. Well, I don't know what, what's currently going on in the comics, but there definitely is a point at which they are 100% together. I, I swear I've heard about this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and sorry, Jim, you said... I, I said they hinted at that big in the animated series 20 years ago. Oh, it's, yes. al- it's always been a thing. Harley and Ivy yeah. have always been like a team. Yeah. Um, PS Plus's free games for March are Shadow of the Colossus PS4 and Sonic Forces. What the fuck Ooh. is Sonic Forces? It doesn't matter. It's a bad Sonic game. <sighs> I assume so. But let's, 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 you know, establish your correctitude by going to Metacritic. So is the remake of Sonic Forces not good? The remake of what? We've all played it already. Yeah. I've actually heard the PS4 yeah. version is very good, but it's just. But it's Shadow again, and it's it's yeah. it's the gameplay of a ten-year-old game yeah. that that was that was pretty boring when we played it in Last Guardian. Okay, so Sonic sure. Forces Metascore, based on forty-six critic reviews, the PS4 version sits at fifty-seven. Nice. Oof. Okay. However, so the, uh, the games user... with gold games, games with gold though. Okay. Batman Enemy Within. Okay. So, second mm. season of that. Mm. Shantae, One Half Genie Hero, which was actually good. I've played that. Mm, okay. Okay. Lords of Castlevania, Lords of Shadow 2. Very good. Very good. And Sonic Generations. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, se- the second one's very good? Lords, both, both Lords of Shadow both games were good. Oh, both, both Lords of, them, of okay. Shadow games are really solid. Yeah, they're both really good. Absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful games. They're just God of War ripoff kind of a thing, but, but the good. combat was good, good, and the story was cool. Gabriel was a cool character who became you're Dracula. You're fighting fucking vampires and werewolves, man, in the yeah, most beautiful was, environments with the most incredible music. But the you're, second mm-hmm. one was good, you're saying? I thought that was... Yes. The first oh, one yeah. was... Did you play the first one? I love the first one. Okay, good. The second one was good, too. The second one was good, too. It was just more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of modern day, but even then, it's still like all gothic kind of crazy yeah. stuff. So yeah, yeah. they're yeah. both good games. Yeah. So yeah, between the two, I'd probably go with Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I think we got this one this this month. It's it's been a while though. The last couple of months have been shit. <laughs> uh, Harmonix announced DJ music game Fuser for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC this week. Supposedly, it's a lot like their board game Drop Mix. Hmm. Which was an interesting idea where you would literally put cards down and, and layer beats on top of each other. Oh, it's a great idea, but really expensive for a board game, so I never even messed with it. But it's supposed to be something like that, which that intrigues me. I like that idea. Uh, Eurogamer says the Switch port of Devil May Cry 3 is pretty darn good and stays at a locked 60 frames per second for all gameplay. Oh, you can switch your weapons and styles on the fly. Ooh. You've always been able to do that. Not, no. In Devil May Cry 3? Absolutely not. Yes, it was on the D pad. No, you're thinking of Devil May Cry 4, man. That's right. Yeah. You, you'd have to switch it at the item stations in 3. Which version of 3 was I playing? I don't know. Not the only one that's ever had this is the Switch version. Really? 
Yeah. Right, fair enough. Uh, oh, I was thinking about weapon switching. Never mind. <laughs> Borderlands 3 is coming. But you can only have two. Yeah, but. Now you, you can have them all. Yeah, but you, you switch back and forth with the right weapon. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, no, you can have all the, the melee weapons and all the guns at once. Wow. Yeah. Borderlands 3 is coming to Steam on March 13th. About time. On Thursday this week, the developers of Anthem finally removed the in-game Christmas decorations. <laughs> God, that's so sad. It, it is for the listener the last week of February. <laughs> so, you know how this went down. Someone in the dev team was playing, and they, like, were in the game and looked at them, oh, 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 shit. Did no, I think they just wanted to know down? how long it would be for someone noticed. Oh. Uh, I like to think they just forgot about it, because, like, nobody's playing it. So. <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it was that, um... That was like a joke, like, you know, we're going to leave the Christmas tree up till February. Yeah, I know. I, maybe they just... I would hope. Yeah, uh, a, new, credits. <laughs> a new game in the Dark Pictures anthology has been announced, Little Hope, coming this summer. Yeah, there was a little teaser trailer for that one when you finished Man of Madon. Oh. I'm not terribly excited because Man of Madon wasn't that great. But you'll play it. I will, mm-hmm. because there's really not that many horror games that come out anymore. Uh, Rock of Ages 3 has been announced. No. No. Rock of Ages 2 was not good. Rock mm-hmm. of Ages 1 was a tremendous little game that reminded me of Terry Gilliam's stuff from Monty Python. Just hilarious, silly. My, Rock of Ages 2 is... Really expanded the on the mechanics. <laughs> yeah, well, it, no, it, did, it, it didn't expand anything, but it was too hard. And Rock of Ages 3, the subtitle is like like... Building. I, I think they've turned it in some sort of building game where you're yeah. building things to fight each other. And no, I'm, I am. Oh, multiplayer. I think that was a flash in the pan. Yeah, I, I think it was a flash in the pan. They had it right once. They should have left it alone. Uh, Platinum Games announced this week that they will self publish their next game, an original IP. They also established a new studio in Tokyo where it is notoriously cheap to live. Sarcastic. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, this is like making a new studio in LA. <laughs> God. Pretty stupid. Like, even Insomniac sticks to Burbank. Yeah. Uh, Just make one in Iowa, middle of nowhere. Come on. Right. <laughs> Ep- what does it matter? Epic Games has dropped out of CDC. <laughs> Activision has dropped out of CDC. <coughs> Electronic Arts has pulled out of CDC. And I need some water. <clears throat> I, I don't know who's going to CDC this year, but I don't think I it's I think they're going to cancel the whole thing. Um, speaking Why? of cancellations, um, <laughs> Capcom has started canceling tournaments. Yeah. For like, for like, like Street Fighter League tournaments are being canceled because of this, because yeah. of the coronavirus. Yeah, they're they're closing schools in Japan. It's uh, yep. it's a deal. It's a thing. It's a big thing. <sighs> let's uh, let's move on. Uh, this is old news, but it came up again this week that nine out of ten Mass Effect players were Paragons. Yeah, I thought we already knew that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It yeah. just came up again this week in a discussion about the amount of work that they, they put into <laughs> to Renegade. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm not. I, I think it's cool that it's there, and I'm glad that it allows me to express myself. It made me feel like I was doing something by going Paragon, and it's nice that nine out of ten of us would make that choice. Jennifer Hale's Renegade was delightful. Mm. Well, Jennifer Hale's delightful. She's Ash in Overwatch. Uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. I wonder if he's enough of a badass to put that on his tombstone. I wonder if his family is. Uh, <laughs> Kizusha Hashimoto will. passed away this week. He invented the Konami code. Really, it didn't work because he only had one life. <laughs> nice. Oh, very nice. Sir. It is actually pretty nice. Yeah, that's a golf clap. Mm. Yeah, that's a golf clap. 
Thank you. <laughs> the Wonderful 101 Remastered will launch for Switch on May 19th. I never played that, did you? Me, no, People no. People seem to not. love that game. Uh, it was, well, it was fucking Wii U. Did you have oh, a Wii U? No, I didn't have a Wii U. Neither no, did that I. That explains it. Okay. Uh, Amazon France has listed Horizon Zero Dawn for PC, published by Sony. Oh, it's going to be so pretty. It will Makes be. Very, <gasps> yes, you can, yeah. can't you? Yes, at 4K. No more Jaggies. Solid frame rate. I, what do you think? I, I've never had a problem with the frame rate. So oh, beautiful. but you have no idea how much better it's going to be. Uh, top-down action game Ruiner is coming to Switch. That actually wasn't bad. I played that on PS4. Yeah, I was, and uh, it was okay. It was decent. Yeah, I, maybe that's my problem with my, my Switch. Is I last games I got was like Untitled Goose Game, and I was like, eh. Yeah. And then I got this, and then I got this kind of really cartoony, uh, fucking bloody roots, and I'm like, eh. And I think the game I got previous was like a really cartoony, lighthearted thing. Maybe what I need is something gross. <laughs> you know, maybe I need like. Uh, uh, do you remember that hatred game? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that didn't come out for Switch. Come no, on. no, but it, it's definitely on Steam. <laughs> definitely on Steam. Uh, hatred, Steam. Hatred's it, it, that's in the same vein as Postal Two. Yeah, come it on. is. It's six bucks. The thing is, I worry that if I buy Hatred, I'll be added to a list. Yeah, you <laughs> might. You, you might be. <laughs> Yeah, might be. The problem is, I actually looked at video at Hatred. I'm like, that actually doesn't look too bad no, for an isometric shooter. No, game. you know what it reminded me of? Bad. It reminded me of Blackthorn. Remember Blackthorn, the 2D? Yeah, yeah, that was Blizzard, wasn't it? I don't know who. I think it yeah, might have Blackthorn been Blizzard. was Blizzard. But yeah, it reminded me of Blackthorn, like this, this, this kind of like metal guy with the long hair. And I know that what it's actually doing is, it's the problem is, it's not being ironic about what it's doing. Nope. It's it's like. I'm it's a full-throated endorsement. I'm gonna seriously just go and shoot up a school. <laughs> like, like it's yeah. it's, and if it, the fact that it believes in it, like you, I don't want to throw these guys seven bucks Canadian. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. I don't. You don't. If it were like fifty cents, I'd be like, well, what are they gonna buy with that? <laughs> you know? but, but that's like that's a really nice coffee. <laughs> Black Throne was Blizzard. Nice, cool. A long time ago, Super Nintendo game. No, I don't think I want. No, Blackthorn was fine. There's nothing wrong with Blackthorn. No, Black not Blackthorn. Was... I'm watching the trailer for Hatred, and now oh, it's bad. Yeah. And now, yeah, now I'm typing that's... in Doom. If I just, yeah, I just there you go. At least give... Doom, you're killing demons. That's they right. deserve it. That's right. They fight back a little bit. That makes it more fun. Holy shit! Holy shit! Finally. What? 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 Uh, what? The last time I looked at Doom on Steam, it was like sixty fucking dollars. Uh, and now it is like seven. There you go. Ooh. It looks good. It's a four-year-old game that still looks just fantastic. Oh, no, just like purchase, 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 slam, slam, slam. Ooh, I could get it and Wolfenstein 2, 455 now. Okay, so $7 Doom. There we I kind of want to play Wolfenstein 2 again. You know, I well, would be, I think I'd be games. more interested, I'd be more interested in that, playing that on PC, because I think that they just don't have the fucking difficulty balance for PS4. No, I don't, maybe not. It was a bit much. They weren't that bad. The second one was a bit much. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit much. I, I think they might have already it. patched that, though. I couldn't. I played it right away. I actually uh, bought that game. Yes, Steam is installed. Open Steam client. Create desktop short dot shortcut. Yes, I do. Preparing to install Doom. Maybe I should cancel. How do I stop the download? <laughs> <laughs> download later. Okay, well, next. It should be able to just pause it. Eh, it's allocating disk space. Let it do, it. Let it do its thing. It's okay. No, do, no, it won't take forever on my baby. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
We're already we're yeah, already two thirds. just that old then. We're already two thirds of the way there. Oh shit! Oh, allocating the disk space or yeah. downloading? I think that's like a sixty gig game, isn't it? Well, with the textures you guys yeah. have PC, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. But uh, but the thing is, I think my I think my Steam actually installs to the solid state drive. <laughs> yeah, that's what mine does, and it takes for fucking ever. Well, I'm I'm why can I say Alex? Like, I you got better gear. She was an investment. I'm I'm happy yeah. with her. I haven't really put her through her paces at all yet. The important thing is you're on PC experiencing 60 FPS and just, you know, s- soon you'll understand. 60 FPS for Hades. <laughs> and the soon you'll see it on Doom and you'll get it. And okay. Hades will run at 60 FPS on the consoles when it comes out. It'll be fine. Okay, yeah. the, the, the download should start now. And Doom so Eternal will run shit. at 60 FPS on the Xbox One X. It'll be fine. Okay, Alex, where in my Steam thing are my downloads so I can stop this? There should be a bar at the bottom of the thing. Uh, yeah, oh, there fine. is. Downloading right there. No, but it'll come. It'll come. Just wait. Oh, it's not downloading oh, shit. Mm. Oh, it's doing 5.5 megabytes per second. That's not bad. Well, uh, that, no, that's, that's the same amount that screwed us up last time. Pause. Oh. There we go. All right. Suddenly the delay and everything. I'm just glad I got Doom for under 10 bucks. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm so I'm fucking hyped to play that shit. Yeah. You should go get some of the old ones. Get like Doom One and Doom Two, the old. Oh stuff. man, the Doom! I've they actually hold up. It's weird. I it's want just weird. I want Doom One on Switch, but I don't want to pay twenty fucking dollars for it. Yeah, I know, I know. But they I released want it. them. I I have Doom and Doom Two from like Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty that work on on Xbox One, but they released them again. I'm like, well, what's the difference? It's the same thing, but it's different SKUs, so I'm I'm not buying them again. I I just want them on Switch, but the thing is, as soon as I start playing Doom One, I will suddenly remember that you never look up. <laughs> it'll, yeah, and it'll yeah. it'll just feel weird. But it'll actually work on the Switch because you won't need to use that damn right thumbstick. Yeah, but just aiming like that will feel fucking weird, and and yeah. the the feeling of playing it won't feel like I remember it feeling. Like I, I'm sure that makes sense to you. I'm no, I no, I completely yeah. understand what you're saying because you play Doom on a keyboard, no mouse. Yeah. Going back to some PS2 games was a harrowing experience. Yes, and and returning to Doom and expecting to feel the way an action game could make me feel when I was 12 <laughs> is it's not is, going right. to fucking happen. See, the thing like, about I, Doom... I distinctly remember Rayman 2 being a much better game than it is. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I loved about Doom like way back in the day was you finish a level, you turn around and walk back to the level, and all the corpses are still there. Well, I loved that. Yeah, but that... And it still doesn't do that. You, Doom still doesn't yeah. do that. You appreciate yeah, you that that says really gr- creepy things about you, though, right? No, you can... You you, you, you see what you have done. You you witness the carnage you have wrought in the level. This pile of imps sitting over here and this pile of goo. No, you can, I agree. You I agree. It makes, it makes see it. Uh, okay, and I'm going to draw an analogy. And this is... No well, more sex analogies, please. I've had this, one of those. This is, this is one of my favorite little factoids. What is the job with the highest job satisfaction rating in North America? We may have brought Execution. this up in the past. No. <laughs> but kind of, though. Yeah, I know. I have no idea. Um, I, I would like to have that job, though, because I don't like my job now. The guy... Killing floor attendant. <laughs> the guy who... Uh, well, usually a guy. The person who runs the wrecking ball that knocks down a building. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. Because, just as you say, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. where there once stood a building... There is now a pile of wreckage. Look upon what I have done. <laughs> yep. That is yeah, how I spend stand my up day. And you have a raging erection that lasts for like I three hours. I don't know about like, that part. Yes. But I will say that you, you can clearly see that you have, you have done work in the world. You have accomplished something. Mm-hmm. And so by that, 
by that standard, I can understand that, you know, you look out at a pile of cursed demons, and particularly as a religious man. <laughs> <laughs> I have done God's work today. That's right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I can appreciate that. What? See, no, I don't think any games do that anymore. It's just too taxing on the... Well, yeah, and, because character models are fucking gorgeous. I know, and then, but then they just disappear. You turn around and they're gone, or they stick around for a little while, or or it fools you, like two or three of them will stay, and then you kill a fourth one, and the first one disappears. And I, you usually I, they do I, a decent job of like waiting until like it's out of like frame. Yeah, and then then you turn around and you forget they're there. You don't remember. See, you know what mm. game was great for that was mm. Thief Three, because uh, you could kill everybody in the level and yeah. drag them outside and pile them up on the yeah. Level. Yeah. And then light them on fire. Yeah. And then you go back inside. And, wait, did I say that out loud? I don't know if that was... <laughs> you did. Anyway. Yeah, but in, in Thief 3, like, all the corpses were there. They would stay. So you could, like, hide them all in the closet or whatever. I love how almost every, uh, all the Thief games are low-key supernatural horror. They were? Yeah, it was yeah. a big part of it. Like, uh, yeah. you, you, I still remember that fucking... The... Shellbridge Cradle. I don't. I don't remember the name of it. That's, that's the third that's one, it. right? That's the third one. Yeah, the Shell, Shellbridge Cradle is the third one. The no, orphanage. The, the one that I remember is the one that I I don't remember that one. I remember the first one. I remember walking above the beams with the undead beneath me, Ooh, and you could hear them but not the see them. Yeah, yeah. And and I think wasn't that like the basement, and then you're going up into a prison. I don't remember. It's been so long. But God, I, that prison was an incredible level. Oh, and the remember was, the prison in Silent Hill too? Uh yes, I. I try vaguely. not to. Fuck. I played it too I, long. I, I played that alone in the middle of the night when, like, I was, at, for some reason, I was at college, like, a week before everyone else. I was, yeah. like, doing some, like, work, helping set stuff up. I was the only one in the entire, like, dorm playing that alone. And oh, I did, God. I, that was a rough night. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Yep. <sighs> See, Silent Hill 2 will never get a, a proper remake because you can't. It doesn't need one. Well, shitty it, graphics kind of work in its favor. It does, and and no, yeah, you one hundred percent could. You one hundred percent could, especially now. I think now would be an amazing time for it. You'd have Resident to, Evil Two. No, just fantastic. just get get Lee Alexander. Yeah, get Lee Alexander to do her presentation on the symbolism of uh, of the enemies of Silent Hill Two to whatever team you want to make Silent Hill. Now, keep her on board as a writer uh, managing symbolism. And then make a game where your protagonist is a man coming to terms with his own feelings about the Me Too movement and his history with women. Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Ooh. I know, it would work. Anyone who knows the story of Silent Hill 2 understands why this would work. Because yeah, the, the way yeah. the game is then presented to the public initially is as a survi- an amazing survival horror game where all your enemies are grotesque and super sexy chicks. And wow, the, the chads are going to buy the fuck out of this. And what they get at the end of the day is Fight Club. <laughs> But hopefully a Fight Club that they understand. <laughs> you see, that was the problem with Fight Club. Yes, and and one that may, that encourages them to examine their own biases and histories. That will never happen because Konami still owns the rights, and Konami is the worst. Konami yeah, is the worst, worst. But if but I like to think. I mean, I mean, let's face it. They're listening to this podcast. Of course, they they need yeah. to know what we think. And they feel. have people everywhere. Of course, and um, <laughs> hey, Konami. Pachinko, plinko, or whatever that stuff sucks. Pachinko, pachinko. Pachinko, thank you. And, the, and their share, their share, shareholders are like, no, nah, don't, no, nah, nah, don't. I, I am um, disappointed how quickly the gaming industry wanted to become the gaming industry. Yeah. But I digress. There's more money there. There's no, more money there. a little. The thing is, like, it doesn't matter what you if it's gaming industry or forestry industry. If you put industry in front of it, yeah. its purpose is to make money. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, enjoy your healthcare industry. What healthcare industry? Exactly. Oh, you mean the one that's absolutely prepared for the shitstorm that's coming? <laughs> sure. Anyone yeah. who says otherwise is a <laughs> is in on the hoax. People wonder why I stay in my basement most of the time. But but you know it's what? Safe down here. When it when it becomes available, you're going to have to make a choice. Do you want to become vaccinated against the coronavirus, or do you really want autism? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, 38%. Yeah. <laughs> we got to stop. I, I could just get some Corona and have some, have a lime in there and eat some tacos and good to go. Yeah. Good to go. Eat some jalapenos fresh off the grill. Have some Coronas. All right. Is it just a failing of education? And it's not just that. No, it's, it's not that it's, it's. I, I believe that the American exceptionalism ideal is self-harmful mm. because when you believe you're better than everybody else, mm. you stop trying I to like improve. That. Yeah. I like that. And, and, and then at some point, the American identity became Al Bundy. Well, the other, the other part of it is is that the Cold War was a terrible thing, obviously, but it was good for America to have an actual adversary who could have kicked our asses or at least appeared to have been able to kick our asses. Because out of the Cold War was born the space program. We went to the moon because of the Cold War, because the American people as a general had a bad guy. We don't have a bad guy anymore. Yeah, it absolutely couldn't be Russia. Well, that's the thing. It, It should be again, but it's not being labeled as such. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? It should be. I mean, we honestly, it should be. We should have Cold War II going on right now. We do. You do. They, well, they, we do, but nobody's talking our, about it. They've been firing it's, at our subs for three years. Yeah, and it's not even cold. They no. they are interfering in your democratic process. I know, but nobody not, seems to care. Yeah, because... that's that's the problem. Is is the apathy? Uh, okay, so I'm going to read you a comic from the Nib. I love this comic. I was going to post it to the blog, but uh, you know, life sucks. So <clears throat> the comic is called "A Kangaroo Walks Into a Bar." <laughs> There's a kangaroo sitting at a bar in a gross-looking little uh, bar, and kangaroo takes a sip of his drink and says, <clears throat> "I don't, bl- I don't agree with this." For, for, for by, by the way, Russians did interfere, and they're going to interfere in the next election. <clears throat> but the kangaroo says, "The idea of Russian interference in our elections is one of the biggest hoaxes of our time." In 2016, a lot of people saw an opportunity to capitalize on mistrust of Russia for political reasons, for money reasons, for book reasons, newspapers that had created modern paranoia by uncovering hidden conspiracies, now cash in on that paranoia by, by encouraging the belief in a mostly imaginary one. So many people, so many people find it convenient because it lets America, and this is where I start agreeing with the guy. So many people find it convenient because it lets America off the hook. It lets them off the hook. It's someone else's fault America is in such terrible shape. It's the Russians who crafted decades of neoliberal policies that stole from the poor and gave to the rich. They created racial tensions and a history of slavery and exploitation that still torments us. They turned our media into a classist garbage heap. We're posturing intellectuals. Just wait. Play both sides with unthinkable (laughs) evil. Just wait. Just wait. They gave power to the insurance companies to manipulate us ruthlessly for profit at the most vulnerable moment of our lives and then there's a picture of a giant bear in one of those big fuzzy hats with a monocle staring down at the united states 
Because they created a huge underclass of bright people with underutilized talents, immense frustration, and only the broad canvas of the internet to express themselves on. Not only, not to mention all the randos, the outclass, the mutants, the lonely people, the senior citizens with no personal relationships, all screaming into the void where nobody ever hears them. The endless primal manipulation of online, the commodification of every impulse, the gratification of every desire, the support for every half-baked theory, every preconcept, pre-copernican idea of the universe, anything that enables hate. A, ma a machine for craziness. The Russians could never be more than a number of notes in the symphony of delusion, even if they were good at online manipulation, and they're not. They posted some of the stupidest memes and tried some hacking, so what? All the rest is a fantasy. They couldn't compete with the huge numbers of disinformation specialists online, twisting, the truth. Brain is wait, of his ears. twisting the truth for every political party, lobby, business concern, special interest group. No, yeah, that, that's People the who would rather believe a ridiculous and unprovable lie than the truth, which is... We did this to ourselves. Oh fuck! Off. And then the king. And then the, our country. And then the kangaroo takes a drink of his drink, and the bartender says, "Say, we don't get many kangaroos in here." The kangaroo says, "Yeah, well, with these prices, you won't get many more." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my point is, um, all all of American culture has been complicit in the shift. Oh, I know, and it's not blameless, but to say like. The NRA, no, like, I completely disagree. Russia that the funneling Russia billions of dollars to NRA down Russia, ballot campaigns. Russia is not a hoax. It's not a hoax. No, I I totally disagree with that. You can literally that. follow the fucking money. No, I I, I agree. Uh. I agree. It's not a hoax, and that is my one problem with the big thing. And it's probably why I never because every time I went back to it, I felt like I would have to add a disclaimer that no, yeah. it's not a hoax. But everything else, the, we did it to ourselves. And, no, it's and true. This is the situation. And we're gonna we are literally dying from a pandemic because of it. Mm -hmm. Well, and hopefully this will be that, that, hopefully that this depends, will be enough. That depends who you're asking. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be they're fine. not. <laughs> they haven't censored the CDC or anything. Or wait, oh wait. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, but the, but you know, like it's like every week. Every week it's a new thing. We forget the last one. I think of 1984. Yep, and this is how this is how this is this went. is textbook how it works. Is like we yep. can't even remember what the fuck it was last week that was so insane. And it was insane. It was just as insane as this. Yep. <sighs> It'll hit you too. And this as way. our hat, how do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we are inexorably tied to you. The stock yep. market this week took its biggest dive since 2008. Sure did. Which um, which precipitated the global recession. Yes, it did. And if you think Americans who need money in order to pay for medical shit are well prepared to weather a pandemic virus in the middle of a global recession, I'm starting to get a little concerned, I'll admit. Such a thing could feed into the other thing, which could lead to well, much did, did worse things. Did we need China to build things all the time for us? <laughs> yeah. Is that something we our entire livelihoods depended on? Oh, is that the thing that kept iPhones from costing eleven hundred bucks a piece? Really? Really? Yeah. Like but know, iPhones did cost eleven hundred bucks a piece. But, Come but on. the thing is, we're you know we're all past the age where I think we're. Well, I am past the age where I'm looking for solutions to any of this. I just feel like I'm, I'm proud to. Be on top of the mountain and witness this horrific moment in history. That is my part. I'll be a witness to it. I, as a Canadian, maybe, I don't know how I can push back. Interesting times. I don't know how I can push back against it. And that's what they want. Well, I'm it's Canadian. Visa, I'm Canadian. What I, do you want me to do? I mean, there's kids in this world, and we need to help them. 
We so, can't just give up because there are just too many goddamn children here and they're going to get hurt. Okay, but th- th- again, what do you want? What do you want me as a Canadian? Oh, what I want you to do, I want you, I want to, you to watch the first season of Narcos and what? I want you to watch a drug dealer use a tank to to blow up the essentially their Supreme Court justice building and they're still around. So wait, is so is the drug dealer still around or the Supreme Court? The Supreme Court's still there. They're, Columbia, for all intents and purposes, survived being under siege from a drug lord. I think we can come back from Trump. I really do. I think that's true. I think uh, it, it I think it was all, it was bad. also true that you know Hillary Clinton can be elected, and yeah. it's it's true right now that Elizabeth Warren could be elected. I don't it's think true right I now don't that think on Fox enough, News Trump is losing to every single Democrat candidate. I don't in a Fox News poll. I think they had him losing um, in 2008 or whatever it was, 2016. All the polling. And no one fucking remembers that because no one would admit to supporting him. Right, because half this country doesn't fucking vote, and that has to change or else we're all super fucked. What what I'm saying is I saw the same confidence going into 2016. And we got to keep it there. You can't. No, keeping it there is what got you this. Enjoy. Oh, so just just roll over and die. No, not roll over and die. Uh, You're not rioting. Yeah, we need to riot. That's true. Yeah, we're not rioting enough. Uh, you're no, I'm. I'm telling you, your country is being taken over. Yep. It's happened so slowly. None of you care. None of you care. <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing, and that's what. Like, I feel like that's what you guys need to do. Is you should have like, sw- you should have swarmed across the capital like the fucking wave of humans in World War Z when that yep. impeachment trial was going on. It amazed me. It amazed me that no one did. And at that moment, I was like, "Wow, it's already dead. It's already dead. That's it." Four what years ago, four years ago, millions yeah. of people. We haven't done this for a while. I'm yeah. letting you guys roll with this. Millions go of people for it. were walking were walking into Washington four years ago when he got elected at the very thought of this pussy grabbing monster in being the symbol of your nation. And he is. He represents you. He is you. Whether you because you you put him up there. He is your voice on the world. He is the giant floating head of Oz to the world. For America. We get to we finally get to know what it's like. For Iran, and they're under a puppet, and it fucking sucks. Um, and you know, I I like to think that this November, um, you guys can all make a difference. But there were a lot of moments where it would have been pretty prudent to make a difference, and um, yeah, I, 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 we're I, so I, we're so numbed to it. We're so yep. numb to it because it's every week. It's another crazy fucking thing that Obama never would have been allowed to do, and not just Obama never would have been I'm allowed so to do. Any previous president would never have been allowed to do any single one of the fucking ridiculous things this fucking guy has done without getting hammered by both sides. So this is amazing. Amazing. It's like, it's like if America is a, if America was Sam the Eagle from the Muppets and there was a whole action movie, a series of action movies about <laughs> Sam the Eagle. And then, then what happened was the most ridiculous, stupid, ugly, dumb motherfucker from Sam's country, walked up to Sam and said, Hey, Sam, want to let me take you down? And Sam's like, You know what? I kind of think I do. And then just lays back and cuts his own throat. And then the little creepy guy just gets on top and starts banging Sam's corpse. And Sam's just letting him do it. Sam is letting him do it. And Sam is the nation. Whereas four years ago, Sam was like, No, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think you could. I'll bet you if I just work here for four years. 
You'll fucking slit your own throat. Oh my god. That's awful. Alex, give us hope. I need to sleep first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I never meant to break you. I never meant to break you, Alex. We're not- <laughs> no, we need your hope. You have to keep fighting. If, you have to do if something. You give up. Millions of children will suffer. You can't be like this. I agree. You can't. I agree. I agree. We, you, you must try. You be must, like this. This try. is a war. It is, and I, and it if is. you give up, the Nazis will just keep taking more shit. But from up here, I can only watch you guys fight. And that's, and that, I think he's talking to me. That's what hor- horrifies me. I think he's ashamed of my lack of involvement as, I, a, yeah. as a fellow American. Really? You don't think you might be projecting there a little, son? Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. How much did he win or lose your state by? Did he lose your state or win it? Uh, it was really close. Wisconsin was one of the states that was really close. He, he did won take our Wisconsin. state, and then we got a Democratic oh. governor. We're super weird and so, purple. So wait a minute, Chamberlain. I just want to throw out there that you're suggesting that I feel guilty because you didn't vote, <laughs> and your <laughs> no, no, state no, no, no. I think he was saying state. that I. He wants me to feel guilty because I don't. No, vote. no, no, no. I didn't even bring no, you. You up. need to fucking vote, or else you condone this. Yes. You condone yes. not having a God head of the CDC. Listen, a oh, listen, listen, man. No. This is the rise of autocracy in your country. Your family, and if you don't go out and no, vote, you are the guy it, who said... Video well, games! No, listen, listen. <laughs> if you don't go out and vote, you were the guy in Germany who said Hitler can't possibly be that bad. You you fucking give up the right to Video complain. Games. You condone everything this motherfucker does. No, no, does. we're having this conversation. No, I let you guys talk this part because I don't yeah. have a right to complain. Video games. Yeah. So, Video so games. when when you say that I think you should feel guilty, what I'm hearing is, Jim, do you? F- I feel guilty. Do you feel guilty? Yeah, uh, just a little yeah. bit, knowing uh, knowing that it might have made a difference. It might have made a difference. Such a nihilist. What if you had? No, no. What if you had? How would you feel about it today if you had? Oh, Jim, how, I would how, how would you feel about it today if you had? And how do you want to feel about November 2020? It's not like you even voted for Trump. You just, just were apathetic. Yeah, you just you just couldn't be bothered to push him off you. <laughs> man, you really back brought it back, Back to that man. joke again. Back yeah, to that, that, that was No, because that was let's, a... let's go to the darkest place of him every single yeah. time. No, I don't want to go to the darkest place. We've already been there. It's we already talked about Jim Lurie, Jack, and Sauce. We're not I'm, going anywhere. He is, the face, he is the face of yeah, your country. No, we're, we're done. When I say this, I mean, he needs to be at work at 5 a.m. Oh, shit. Yeah, we need to let Alex go. We need to let him go. He's got to go to sleep. It's 9 p.m. where Alex is. Yeah, I know. I have to be at work at 5 a.m. I know, I'm telling the listener that it's 9 p.m. where Alex yeah. is right now. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so they understand the severity. Oh, that's right, yeah. No, the people aren't listening to this live. No, yes, that makes no. sense. No, no. Not yet, anyway. Uh, <laughs> video no. games are fucking awesome. Video games are fun. They video are. Video games are awesome. And America needs to learn how to throw a punch. Yeah, we do. Video games, though. We need to learn how to punch ourselves. Effectively. Video games. You know who would, you know who could throw a punch? BJ Blaskowitz could throw a yeah, punch. Yeah, he could. Absolutely. And he kills Nazis with hatchets. Does he? Does he melee or does he have a knife in the games? I oh, he has a hatchet in the second. one. Hatchet in the second one. No, I thought he had a hatchet in the first one too. No, he didn't. Uh, it was a knife. Hmm. I, I, I'll, there there was definitely the ending, a knife. I yeah, a Nazi too. knife in this first one. Hmm. Yeah, and, but in the ending of this one, he hatchets that woman in the face. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's awesome. Is Blood Dragon available on the new end consoles? Far Cry Blood I don't Dragon? No. I, I know don't. Far Cry Three. Is. Uh, well, okay. If you have an Xbox, yes, it is because backwards compatibility, it works. So I could play Far Cry Blood Dragon tonight if I wanted to. I described Long Tall Sally, or the Long Tall Sally sequence of Blood Dragon to a friend the other day. They looked what is at, that? Okay, so Far Cry Blood Dragon 
uh, for the listener oh, is awesome. is a little spin-off Far Cry episode that just takes place on I think one of the islands maybe two I think it's just it's one really small. it's really yeah, small yeah. but it doesn't matter it's wonderful because what it does is instead of actually like putting creating sci-fi armor for your enemies it just slapped some shit onto existing <laughs> enemies and mm-hmm. put neon glow sticks on it as if it were yep. like a cheap movie production from the 80s, like a cheap one, and everything glowed neon. And then your weapons were all callbacks to movies of the 80s and 90s. Your gun in this game is RoboCop's gun. Mm-hmm. Your shotgun is Arnie's shotgun from Terminator 2. Your machine gun is is the minigun from Predator. And the game begins with you flying over an enemy base, holding the minigun from Predator as Long Tall Sally plays. And then there's fucking neon dinosaurs running around called Blood Dragons. <laughs> and the game ends with you riding a Blood Dragon. Yes. Shooting people. Yes, it, it is. It was a... It was It's the wonderful. best thing Ubisoft has done in many, who knows many. And they couldn't give you another one. Uh, no, no, they never I, did. They pisses never me did. off. Yeah, it pisses yeah. me off too. And, and they had scan lines. Yes. They did, actually. They had, like, yeah. see, <laughs> they had like a CRX scan line, so everything was kind of hard to see. And when you were out stalking shit in the jungle, it sounded like Predator. Like, mm-hmm. it was so fucking good. Um, yeah, and I, and I described it to a friend at work the other day, and she looked at me like I was speaking another language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's usually, she's usually pretty well read on, on video games, particularly so shooters, and she just didn't care so about this, good. this game that celebrated the history of action movies. Interesting. Man, it was awesome. She's, she's big on Call awesome. of Duty. Yeah, but she likes the multiplayer, and I explained to her I have this friend who plays all the single player. Yeah, I've never touched the multiplayer ever. I, I feel like there's something we're forgetting here. Alex, go to sleep. Uh, yeah, yes. all right, everybody. We appreciate your time, Alex. Of course. Get some sleep. Get some. I'm gonna sleep. get some sleep. I'm gonna. All right. uh, I need to. I need to meditate. Chance, thank you for being our hat and our conscience. I may go play some more Hades. Go play go. some Hades. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Boom, boom.